Get ready to hear something good about cannabis. Nurse Heather brings her eternal optimism and professional expertise to the stories of the day, discussing current topics and events, making life's lemons into sweet lemonade, and sharing a tall glass with guests, friends, and her listeners. CannabisRadio.com is happy to present Good News with Nurse Heather, the show infused with compassion and love. From high atop Mount Soldad in beautiful San Diego, California, 100 feet above sea level. Good morning, beautiful listeners. This is Good News with Cannabis Nurse Heather. This is Canna Ketty. Today we have a very exciting and interesting segment. We've been following, as many of you have, the stories about former NFL players who suffer from severe conditions that follow their concussions that they received and other brain trauma that they received and that was highlighted recently in the movie Concussion. And Nurse Heather, we've also had some experience in working with this as you as the president of the Arizona Cannabis Nurses Association recently submitted a petition to the state to add traumatic brain injury to their list of conditions that qualify for the use of medical cannabis. So tell our listeners, Nurse Heather, a little bit about that. Absolutely. In the state of Arizona, patients who suffer from traumatic brain injury are not listed on, as you said, the list of qualifying conditions to receive cannabis as a therapy. And so the Arizona Cannabis Nurses Association and the help of our wonderful attorney, you, Canna Kenny, we have submitted this petition to try and have that condition added. It's been a little bit trying. This is a good news show. So we're just going to say we're, we're going to keep moving forward and we will not stop until those patients have access to safe medicine. But what we find is that cannabis is so beneficial for the inflammation that comes from not only the traumatic brain injuries, but also the pain, neuropathy pain or just aches and pains that ex-NFL players and other sports athletes experience from their work as athletes. So yeah, this is really exciting. We're so happy to have you on the show with us. And our listeners probably should know too that, you know, we've studied recently thousands of pages of medical literature and the relationship with cannabis. And it's that traumatic brain injury, post-concussion syndrome, post-traumatic stress disorder, neurodegenerative aging diseases like Parkinson's and Huntington's, these are all interrelated. And these athletes who perform valiantly on the gridiron who come away with these injuries are essentially left untreated and they're deprived the opportunity to use cannabis which is really the safest and most effective means in fact i've said oftentimes that someday in the not too distant future that a concussed athlete will come off the football field and within an hour will be given cannabis that's how important it is for their recovery Definitely is a neuroprotectant, an antioxidant, and one of the most potent anti-inflammatories on the planet. So, indeed, this is a beautiful plant medicine for our NFL players, ex-NFL players, and current, in my opinion. And Nurse Heather, today we are so fortunate to have an amazing, a true gladiator, a lawyer in San Diego who has a very substantial practice. He's a cannabis activist. He's the executive director of the local normal chapter. Michael Sindrich has also organized the Gridiron Cannabis Coalition. He recently won an important verdict in East County here in San Diego 
defending the rights of a medical cannabis patient. We're so happy to have, I want to introduce to all of our beautiful listeners, Michael Sindrich and Nurse Heather, maybe you can get a little more background from them. I've done, I think, a partially adequate job, but truly, this is a, a man who has done so much for the cause of medical cannabis patients. We are so grateful for you, Mike, and I don't feel like I could do the justice necessary. We need to hear from the man himself, so please give us some good news about all of this wonderful work that you've been performing recently. Uh, well, uh, thank you very much for that introduction, and thank you for having me on. It's been quite the fight here in San Diego recently on the front line defending medical cannabis patients, uh, yet just recently we had the case in El Cajon. We were able to get a not guilty verdict, and you know, actually the jury was only deliberating in the case for 10 minutes. I went back to my car, took off my jacket, took off my tie, and thought I was going to be waiting around for a couple of days while they deliberated, and I got a call from the clerk before I even left the courthouse parking lot that there was already a verdict. So as you can imagine, it was a, a great feeling to go back and to uh, see this ordeal that my client and his family that had gone through for almost two years uh, end, and uh, to finally hear the, the words not guilty. And, you know, we've been fighting for several other people as well. Uh, most recently, you know, besides the, the, that verdict, working on return of property cases, working on getting other criminal cases dismissed. Uh, I've been successful in having over 100 pounds of cannabis and cannabis-related products returned to uh, clients and, and medical cannabis patients and collectives. So we're, we're really, you know, in, in our opinion, the case isn't over when the charges are dropped, the case is over when we can make the client as whole as possible. Oftentimes the product is, is not in the same condition that it was initially, and if it's the case of cultivation, then the plants are usually destroyed, but we try to do as much as possible for the client. That's beautiful. Michael, tell our listeners a little bit about your personal narrative, a little bit about your background and how that kind of leads into the advocacy and your passion for defending this beautiful plant. Well, yeah, I actually grew up in the Northeast. I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, originally. And uh, where I grew up in Pennsylvania, cannabis was viewed the same as any other drug. And, and there was a lot of reefer madness. And uh, I had friends that were involved with cannabis and uh, ended up with criminal convictions, ended up getting in trouble. And so I, I saw it at an early age, and it was something that you know, I couldn't understand why something that was relatively harmless was viewed in, in, in this light and why people's lives were getting ruined. I think when I was a senior in high school, I wrote a, a paper for one of my classes on, on why cannabis should be legalized. And so I, I never really would have imagined that I'd be here now you know, fighting for medical cannabis patients and, and trying to advance this legalization movement. But yeah, so over the years, when I became an attorney, started off as a prosecutor and just realized that, you know, hey, this just uh, wasn't for me being on that side. So I ended up opening my own practice, and some of my early cases were with medical cannabis patients, and I realized there was a need in San Diego. Uh, there were some other parts of California, there were attorneys who were focusing on cannabis cases, but there really wasn't anyone in San Diego at the time that was doing it. So I came in and, and kind of filled that void and been really enjoying working with people in this industry. I mean, these are good people. They're not criminals. They're people who are suffering. They're family members, oftentimes suffering, and they don't deserve to be treated like criminals. And it makes my job both hard and easy. It makes it easy because I love to fight for these people. It makes it hard because I see the pain they're going through, and I feel the pain, and in many cases, up to me 
to uh, make sure that, that, that we can get them through this. Well, on behalf of all of those patients, I want to thank you as a nurse for really standing up and fighting for their rights and helping to make them whole. Nobody should ever have to be prosecuted or put in jail or put through any negativity because of their choice to use a gentle plant medicine. So thank you so much for seeing this as a need and filling that void and helping the people that you've helped. What a gift you are to the San Diego and California community. Well, thank you for those words. It's really it's been my pleasure. And, you know, through the advocacy work with medical cannabis patients and criminal defense, I also you know, have a background in history with football. My father played in the NFL in the 1970s and became a, one of the first sports agents for NFL players in the late 70s, early 80s, and ultimately became one of the top agents for about three decades in the NFL. So I grew up going to the Pro Bowl and going to Super Bowls. Um, so, you know, football has been in my blood from a young age. I played football starting in fourth grade all the way uh, to college until I uh, shattered my fibula uh, my sophomore year in college in a game and decided that you know, it wasn't worth the toll on my body to, to get back, especially because I knew I wasn't going to play in the pros. But I also had a very serious concussion in high school where that took me out for a couple of weeks. You know, I got knocked, I guess you could say knocked out, but I wasn't completely unconscious. I got back up and continued to play for about 15 minutes and eventually came off of the field with tingling arms. And, and to be honest with you, I don't remember any of that. I remember coming to and there were trainers and coaches looking at me and I'm sitting on the bench and I didn't even know how I got there. And yeah, concussions are extremely serious and, and now we're, we're starting to see some of the long-term effects of these hits on the head. Really, that's what uh, in part brought me to forming Good Island Cannabis Coalition and, and working with NFL players. Well, I look forward. We're going to take a short break here to allow our sponsors to add a word or two before we come back. And then we'll pick up right where we left off with the amazing Mike Sindrich and some more information about the Gridiron Coalition. We'll look forward to seeing you beautiful listeners right after the break. Good News with Nurse Heather will return. But first, let's show some love to our sponsors. shooting past a thousand degrees Fahrenheit. It's burning up. I'm afraid for this little guy, it's just too late. What caused the problem? Only Dr. Dabber can maintain the perfect temperature for a smooth-tasting, slower burn. This standard vaporizer lost all of its health benefits, sending it up in smoke. So you're telling me that most vapor pens burn so hot they produce smoke, not vapor? Correct. Keep away from those standard vaporizer pens and turn to Dr. Dabber. Doctor's orders. Less heat, <laughs> more flavor. Gondrepreneur.com, your guide to the cannabis business world. Gondrepreneur.com is a comprehensive resource for cannabis professionals and entrepreneurs. Download the Gondrepreneur app on your smartphone or tablet to catch up on cannabis industry news, scroll through our daily job listings, and learn about successful cannabis companies, executives, and investors. Gondrepreneur.com, helping Gondrepreneurs grow. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. Cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth that we can use consciously and intelligently to improve our well-being. Take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living 
while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. Learning to live and live well is a lifelong process. This is a journey. You could be you could be 80 years old or 8 years old. You can still learn something that's going to make tomorrow a little bit healthier, a little bit easier, a little bit happier, a little bit better. The Concierge for Better Living with Doc Rob. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Nurse Heather is back to spread some more good news. Only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back, beautiful listeners, with good news with Cannabis Nurse Heather and our amazing guest, Mike Sindrich. Right before the break, we were talking a little bit, getting into the Gridiron Coalition and the amazing benefits that medical cannabis has for those who suffer from traumatic brain injury, post-concussion syndrome, and the like. And Nurse Heather, I mean, I know you're a religious person, at least at one time, and you know about the story of Immaculate Conception, right? Yes, I do. I've heard about it. And I know our guest, who's from Pittsburgh, and his dad was a, one of the first sports agents and who himself played football, must be a Pittsburgh Steeler fan, probably heard of the Immaculate Reception. Right, Mike? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That was the famous Franco Harris play. Do you know Franco Harris at every Super Bowl has a Immaculate Reception right before the Super Bowl, and it's a reunion for all of the old Pittsburgh Steeler guys. I've had it the, sounds the, like a great party. It's a it's a good party, and Franco Harris is a beautiful and amazing person. But Mike, we were talking about you know the the injuries that football players sustain. One of the most prominent and one of the most publicized is the trauma that they receive head injuries. And I think under the old standards, we used to look at concussion as that defined as a momentary loss of consciousness, however brief. But the studies now show us that really any type of contact trauma without any loss of consciousness is still a significant type of injury. Is that what your research has showed as you've worked with some of these athletes in the Gridiron Coalition? Absolutely. And that's really the serious part of it is that you're not always not unconscious. And it's oftentimes you can be concussed with a hit to the head when, you know, you just continue to play. And so someone, and it happens very often in the NFL where someone gets dinged and they get up and they really actually have a concussion and they probably should be taken off the field and examined and given tests and they probably shouldn't go back on the field. But because they're not unconscious and because they can, you know, so after they see stars for a little bit, they, they can get their vision back. They go back out there, and they continue to play, and they're just doing more and more damage to their brain. And yeah, it's and actually the most very unfortunate. One yeah. of the words that I think that they, or terms that they use is, you get your bell rung. And it's just kind of a word that you use, well, you know, you took a hit to the head, but shake it off and, and get back out there. And what we're finding, as you were saying, is that with even just that initial trauma that has occurred, you've now created this inflammatory response. And so when you go back out there and you get hit again, it's now compounding that issue. And so that's where we see the more damage being done. So like you said, if someone, whether their bell is rung and they've been knocked unconscious or they're still conscious, it really should be taken off the field and given some kind of anti 
anti-inflammatory. And, you know, I, I would love to see the day where, you know, they have the oxygen tanks there in case the players need oxygen. I'd love to have the vaporizer tank there so they can just vaporize some cannabis when they come off of the, the field if they've been injured in that way for that instant quick, you know, anti-inflammatory. But, hey, I'm a wishful thinker. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd love to see that as well. You know, you have to remember the league and the environment that these guys are playing in. And that is if, if they even think that they might get taken out of the game, then uh, there's a lot of players out there that aren't going to go tell the trainer that they got their bell rung a little bit. Uh, they're going to stay on the field because if they do that and they get put through the concussion protocol, they very well could be out for the rest of that game, the following week, and maybe even the next week, depending on how bad it is. And if that happens, someone's going to fill your spot. And if that person ends up doing a good job, they're not going to take them out of there. So that's how players lose their position. Yes, and so that's that does feed the issue of players being tough, and and football players are tough, and they want to get out there and you know put me back in, coach, and have all of the the adrenaline rush that's going on. I've Ken and I both have had the beautiful opportunity of meeting many of these players who have come out through the Gridiron Cannabis Coalition to speak at different conferences, and I have to tell you, the panels when when the players are there, the entire place is filled. Every seat is filled and they're all eyes on these players because what they're bringing is attention to this issue in a very real way that people can identify with. And it is doing such a good thing. This is good news here. And it is such good news to have these players standing up, stepping out, speaking out and being the face of medical cannabis on this side of it. Do you believe that? Or, or I maybe I'll ask you: Is the can is the Gridiron Cannabis Coalition? What is your purpose? What are you trying to accomplish through bringing forth this information in this way? Well, it's really education, outreach, and treatment. So we want to educate the community and the public at large on the benefits of medical cannabis, and we do that through showing that these athletes, who are some of the top athletes in the world are using cannabis for medicinal purposes. And that assists with the education. You have people that may not agree with cannabis and that they think that you know, medical marijuana is a, a joke, but you know, then they see their, their idols stepping forward and admitting to cannabis use and admitting to the benefits of this. And, and this really can, can help uh, change perceptions when it comes to cannabis use for medicinal purposes. And you know, outreach is, is the, the other part, is we're reaching out to current and former players, and we're helping to give them a voice. There's a lot of players that feel the way that the outspoken players feel, but but they're afraid to, to come forward. And what we're trying to do is help give them a voice and help give them the comfort to, to join the group, to join the movement, and to tell their story. And, and as you mentioned, at these conferences, you know, the rooms are packed full of people, and people want to hear these stories. And so the more guys that, that get out there and tell their stories, I think, you know, the greater the involvement in this movement is going to be. And I think the greater, you know, we can do a lot of good and, and a lot of change uh, through working with these players. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's really, and, and then in the end, you know, I, I would love to change the, the NFL substance abuse policy. And I think that's the, the goal of pretty much everyone that I'm working with is to open up treatment centers to where there are places that, current and former players can go to get off of pharmaceuticals and to be introduced to holistic-based approaches, specifically cannabis-based approaches to treatment and to be introduced to different cannabis products 
and, and to ultimately detox and hopefully in, in many cases get their lives back, and, and but also to study the effects of cannabis on traumatic brain injury, to study the effects of cannabis on chronic pain and other issues that, that these guys are suffering post-career especially, and to gather that data and ultimately present it to the NFL, and, and hopefully they, they can't ignore it. Yeah, There's I mean, it's like, what do they what what do they need to know at this point? Have you seen the UCLA study that they did on traumatic brain injury? That was the one I was just about to bring up. Ah, I read your mind, Nurse <laughs> Heather. I don't know if you've seen the UCLA study, but the UCLA study shows in traumatic brain injury cases that those patients who have a history of marijuana use, I call that medical cannabis, but who have a history of a five times greater survivability rate in a traumatic brain injury than a non-cannabis user. I always wonder, what do these people have to know? Because we can prove this case even with just the research we've done so far, Mike, and yet it falls on deaf ears. Well, if you know the NFL, you know what drives the NFL, and that's the public and public opinion and public perception. And so I think to, to start, we need to change the public's perception when it comes to medical cannabis, and I think we're doing that. And the majority of people, a very large majority of people in this country, feel that cannabis should be legalized for medical purposes. But we're just pushing that further to the point to where the public goes to the NFL and to where the NFL really can't ignore the information, the research. I mean, Roger Goodell says, hey, we're waiting for science. You're right, science is there, but we need to help progress it even further. And it will get to a point to where either they know or should have known that cannabis would help their players. And if they deprive their players of cannabis use, then I think there's going to be some pretty big liability in the future for the NFL. Hey, Roger, how about those big tobacco guys? You know, your public relations program should be a little bit better than how things worked out for them. But we're at a point now where we have to take a quick break to spend some time with the beautiful sponsors who help support our program. We'll be back in just a moment with Good News with Cannabis Nurse Heather and our special guest, Mr. Sindrich. Good News with Nurse Heather will return, but first, let's show some love to our sponsors. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Educator, author, and advocate, Dr. Mitch Earlywine is here to tackle the burning issues. And I'm here to clear up the myths about cannabis 
and burn them away with science. CannabisRadio.com presents a no-holds-barred platform that seeks to redefine and revolutionize the entire scope of the cannabis culture while opening the door for more to join the Cannabis Crusade. Dr. Kevin Hill. You can't ignore the fact that, like alcohol, most people who use don't have a problem. So I think that you need to think about policy in that way while educating people properly about marijuana. I think that's the way to go. Burning Issues, only on CannabisRadio.com. Nurse Heather is back to spread some more good news, only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back, beautiful listeners, with good news with Cannabis Nurse Heather and our real gladiator for the cause of cannabis and for the health issues that are related to our gridiron heroes, Mike Sindrich. Uh, Nurse Heather, take it away. Mike, you, you get this opportunity to rub elbows with some really amazing people. And as we were speaking of earlier with the conferencing that the Gridiron Cannabis Coalition is taking part in and bringing these amazing athletes out to speak, we've got the likes of Ricky Williams, Kyle Turley, and my all-time favorite, just recent all-time favorite, Marvin Washington, who I just met in Texas. Be still my heart. Be still my heart. (laughs) And I know Kana Kinney is a little bit jealous of this love that I have for just the sweet, kind, gentle giant that Marvin is. But could you just tell us a little bit about... How fun is it to be able to work with this group of of people and really move this cannabis movement forward with them? Yeah, you know, it's been great. People like Marvin, uh, Ricky Williams, Kyle Turley, Nate Jackson, Evan Britton, Jim McMahon, and others. Uh, It's been wonderful. Uh, These are guys that basically put their health, their bodies on the line for our entertainment. And, you know, you, you see, you remember what you saw growing up or when these guys played and then you meet them in person and these guys are all just, you know, the nicest, just great guys. And they really strongly believe in, in benefiting their brothers, current and former NFL players and to advancing the medicine and to see their passion for helping, uh, current and former players. And, you know, it, it's just great. And it's been a very rewarding experience for myself. You were talking about also, you know, breaking down the stigma. And I know that Mike Ditka had, and he used to commonly call people potheads, but we're hearing now that he's actually even on board with the Gridiron Cannabis Coalition. Can you tell us a little bit about what his take has been on, on this movement that you're involved with? Yeah, I haven't had any uh, personal communications with Coach Ditka, uh, but one of uh, our founders, Kyle Turley, is on the board of the Gridiron Greats Foundation and has had some talks, I believe, with Coach Dicka. And I think everyone's kind of in agreement. If you have a place where players can go and they can get treatment, especially post-career, and, and for many of these players, people think that you know everyone retires and they have a lot of money. A lot of the guys we work with don't have money, and the NFL is not paying for their health care later on in life and and their bodies are breaking down and they really have nowhere to go. And so I think everyone agrees, especially coach Dicka, that if there's a place where they can go and get treatment and get help, and if pharmaceuticals aren't helping them, if there are other ways that they can get help, everyone wants to see that. 
Do you know of a project that's currently going on that is moving toward creating a place for players to come and be treated? Yes, I know of a couple of projects, and one in particular that I am involved in, uh, our organization, is actually in Jamaica. We're working with a group down there. The Jamaican government is very supportive of cannabis, ganja, as they call it in Jamaica, yeah, and kind of these issues. I know there are a couple in the United States as well, but this is something that's extremely important, and Britain Cannabis Coalition and a couple of our partners are working on opening treatment centers for players. And you should know that Cannabis Nurse Heather is also here in San Diego, and she's happy to do assessments and recommendations, not formal recommendations like doctors issue, but to help any of these athletes who need some guidance in how to utilize cannabis medicine. And so feel free to let them reach out to her. Right, this, really is, this really is groundbreaking what they're trying to do with these treatment centers. But yes, definitely in the interim, we give a plug out to all of the cannabis nurses that are all over the nation right now. And, and I am here in San Diego and I'm always open to help educate patients on different methods of administration and, and to help them figure out what would be best for them and their needs so that cannabis can be used in a comfortable way so that stigma can be decreased. It really is a huge part of this revolution in healthcare called cannabis therapeutics. Thank um, you so much, Mike, for being with us today. You've been amazing. And I should add, Nurse Heather, that, you know, I worked with Junior Seau. I actually built the Junior Seau field at Parkway Middle School here and knew him and, and worked with the church that he belonged to. And he was one of our athletes, homegrown, you know, Hall of Fame, and he actually committed suicide. He shot himself in the heart so that he could preserve his brain to be studied for CTE. And so this is a passionate cause for all of us, Mike. We so much appreciate everything you've done. We look forward to working with you. Thanks so much for being a part of this movement. Uh, well, thank you so much for having me on. And please put in a good word with Marvin Washington. Let him know we'd love to have him come on to uh, interview on Good News with Nurse Heather. It's a clothing optional podcast for adults only. Uh, we'll do. I'll let him know. <laughs> thank you for being so fun. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for joining us, beautiful listeners, for this edition of Good News with Nurse Heather. You can download past episodes of our program by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Also, you can follow the show on Facebook and Google+. Thanks again. We'll see you soon. Goodbye for Good News with Cannabis Nurse Heather. expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.